Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. This is our last episode in the series for San Diego Design Week, discovering the theme of inspiration through the senses. And we end with the sense of touch with Anka of 12 Senses Retreat. This has been a dream of Anka's for over a decade. And the first seed was planted when she traveled to the Valle de Guadalupe with some friends and visited La Villa de la Valle and was deeply touched with the co-owners, Phil and Eileen. She was inspired by, by them leaving their careers in Los Angeles. They had moved across the border and built a new life for themselves. Their incredible passion for high quality artisanship and sustainability left a long lasting impression with Anka. And 10 years later, uh, after that trip, she has created a beautiful retreat space. She is so proud and humbled that uh, they are a new member of the Design Hotels Group, which has been a long go-to for inspiration for travel and hosting. And today we get to discover 12 Senses Retreat, where the name came from, and Anka's origin story through design, which is really fascinating because um, it comes from the world of car design and where she grew up. So I hope you enjoy this episode. You've got to check out the 12 Senses Retreat. I've done many events there through our moon circles and I've had the privilege of staying at the retreat myself. And it's just a truly, truly magical, magical space that I invite all of you to experience. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, a podcast that supports the journey of holistic interior designers. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of Sacred Space. Here, we will discover new concepts, meet creatives, and learn from active interior designers and conscious businesses that guide us to create enchanted homes. Homes filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for their inhabitants and Mother Earth. Homes connected to the highest vibration that bring balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Welcome, welcome back to Bewitching the Home. We have Anka Bodak with its 12 Senses Retreat here in Encinitas. And we're going to be, you know, discovering inspiration through touch with Anka and her space. This is for, of course, our special edition uh, episodes with San Diego Design Week. Before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and... Um, Set our space by ringing our bell. Just connecting with the present moment. <sighs> connecting with our breaths and our bodies and anchoring in. I'm going to light a candle. Kind of just connecting with that element of fire. 
creativity. Yes, it's going. My candle's getting smaller by day by day. I just keep lighting this beautiful Mithras candle. Um, so I'm going to pull us a card, Anka. I am pulling um, a card from Moon BB Magic, Tarot from Angela Mary Magic. And um, this is her deck that she's created. Feast, Knight of Caves. <laughs> yeah, this is fantastic. Wow. So this is the Knight of Pentacles. And, um, you know, we've got this this horse here. And whenever I see the Knight of Pentacles or the Knight of Caves, I'm always looking at things going slow and steady and just being really intentional about the next step. It's not about rushing in or doing anything like that. It's just like taking the next step forward, being really intentional. Um, and of course, Pentacles has to do with prosperity, abundance, money, physical things, like mm -hmm. all of that. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Yeah. So what are you nourishing yourself over there with? What is? What are you drinking? Oh, I have a wonderful coffee in my beautiful cup. Mm -hmm. uh, first of the cup, I love this brand. We have it uh, everywhere in the retreat. It's Lagos del Mundo, and I always get it from my friend's shop in Tijuana. She's oh an amazing gosh. source, and she helped me with so many details in French and the retreat object. Um, mm. I'm not sure. Maybe you, you know the place, Rachel? I don't. I don't. No. Anna, I need to go back very soon. Maybe not, even next week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah so I so. love this cup because it's like really like raw. almost feels like raw clay is glazed inside, but yeah. it's beautiful, earthy feeling, speaking about touch. And I have an amazing, my favorite coffee from town, which is Ironsmith. Mm. You love it. You love it. So I've got um, I've got coffee over here too, and I infuse it with the uh, Fun Earth Co. Mushroom Mocha. I don't know if you've had um, Ooh, any mushrooms like coffees or mochas. They no, gave me some I samples. I'll send you. Yeah, I'll send you a sample. Ooh, um, so good. Great. It's so good. Yeah. So that's kind of there to amazing. help me stay sharp. <laughs> you know, with my day and <laughs> like brain function. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just a great way. Yeah, and it has it. like this earthy um, texture attached to it. But it, it, I don't know. There's something about it. It's, it's really, really magical. So it's amazing. My yeah, mushrooms yeah. are magical. I love they mushrooms. They are. They are. So Anka, what, what's home for you at the moment? What is What does that look like? Um. Yeah, so home, I feel like, of course, you know, home is here and this is my house and the retreats. Yes. And I've lived in, in the house for over 20 years. So pretty much oh like 22 gosh. years, which is amazing. <laughs> I didn't realize I mean, you were I'm in that house for so long. And I do like moving, but I can't believe I've lived in this house for that many years, but it's gone through many transformations. Wow. So That's that beautiful. is definitely home, but I'm also calling Europe more and more home. I'm traveling yeah. more to Europe. I'm reconnecting. I think especially after COVID was hard because we have no family mm. in the U.S. Everyone is so I didn't see anybody for almost a year and a half. Oh my <laughs> so. gosh. And do you typically go there every year? I definitely go every year. My parents come every year. And so I've just been going more back to Europe and exploring beautiful yeah. spaces there. And I'm feeling like, wow, I think I'm making a beautiful reconnection with Europe. And I'm even mm -hmm. envisioning maybe in the future that could be maybe my next home. Yeah. And, and where are you originally from? Um, so I'm from Munich, from Germany. 
Very cool. I love it. I mean, that I, I always think of Germany as like so in the in the groove of design <laughs> with anything, <laughs> uh, which makes sense for you. Um, yeah. So can you share with everybody your design origin story, like how you got into the world of design and what you were doing before this retreat? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so I studied product design in Germany. Um, however, I've towards the end of my studies, we had to do already back then, which was probably over 25 years ago. You know, there was like a lot of computer work and 3D mm-hmm. modeling and things like that. And I was never like that into that. I was always more interested in what the jewelry designers were doing at uh, at my school, which was, mm. this is a really long and it may be somewhat funny name. My best friend always makes a joke about it. He says, where did you study? And then I say, <laughs> Fachhochschule für Gestaltung Schwäbisch Gmünd. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, cracks up laughing when I say that long uh, sentence. Um, so I studied product design there. However, I was always a bit more inspired by, you know, the haptics and the feeling and all these like yeah. rich materials that jewelry designers were using. And I always thought, wow, they have so much fun. Although, you know, I really also loved product design. Then I did an internship at BMW, okay. which was uh, in California in, um, back in uh, Newberry Park, uh, north of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I discovered color material design. However, back then, there were not many places where you could study that. And I don't even think it's there's that many colleges or universities where you can study it now. So towards the end of my study, um, I I was dreaming about California. And I then moved with my boyfriend and then later husband. We moved to California. And I was actually only applying for color, color material design places, okay. which is the automotive industry. And I had awesome connections through BMW. So I ended up Mm. at Nissan Design in La Jolla, which was quite amazing. I absolutely loved working there. I stayed there about a decade. Definitely had the best time of my life. Going to Japan many times, going to Europe, incredible team. I still have many friends and some good friend of mine who I still work with now, you know, Brian Thompson. Yeah. We've literally, we both left about maybe 15 years ago, I want to say. Okay. And now we just always, you know, consult together as a team. So we we're still have a very strong connection. That's and amazing. And then I did the whole kind of startup, right? Uh, partially uh-huh. also with Brian Thompson. We went to a local new car, ma- car maker back then. I would say that was probably about 15 years ago. Okay. 14. They were called uh, V Vehicle and then Next Auto Works. And that was really fun because we literally, mm. we were a super small team. We were the, some of the first employees. They oh were in gosh. downtown San Diego, believe it or not, a car maker. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that nobody really, really even heard about, but it was so much fun because we had to design everything from the logo to the car wow. to the interior. And we really designed the entire interior like super sustainable. It had some of, it's called fibro wood material okay. in the almost entire car, whatever was a hard panel that also BMW had in the i3. Oh yeah. And it was, it was really quite an amazing ride. Wow, that's so rad. And so how did you get from there to creating this beautiful retreat that you have? Yeah, that's an interesting story. It literally happened. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say it happened because I, I'm, I'm sitting in my little Bali hut, which is my yeah. office too. Yeah. And I had that one um, assembled and built from Bali. And I've had it about maybe six I would say also maybe 15 16 years and one okay. day I was hosting I love to make breakfast and I had like a big brunch for my birthday and a lot of people always wanted to take photos in front of the Bali hut mm. and all of a sudden that idea sparked as I'm taking photos on my birthday when I was cooking 
I'm like, wow, if I just had a couple of those huts, you know, that could yeah. be really cool. Maybe I could just host and make breakfast and design like a little retreat. So that was maybe about 13, 12, 13 years ago. Then I started searching, looking for lots and plots and partners. So the whole search took maybe mm. about eight, nine years until my, oh my son, God. who was like 12 years old, he said he was maybe going a bit crazy with me looking everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure. On and off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody said, Mom, just do it at the house. I'm like, wow, that is a brilliant, very simple, but probably the smartest idea ever that right. I never even thought about. I think kids sometimes have the most genius, brilliant, and simple mm -hmm. idea that can be overcomplicated. So then I, I realized, wow, I can actually, I think this could be a feasible idea to tear down. I had to tear down about two thirds of my house. Okay. Pretty much use almost all my retirement savings. <laughs> wow. And then just like go for it and built a retreat with four rooms and in the meantime thinking hopefully I will like hosting <laughs> it's like oh my god I hope I've never really hosted to that scale which I mean oh it's not gosh. very big but it's still yeah four rooms and we include breakfast so it's definitely many hours yeah. however I did already um I did Airbnb for maybe five six years okay and already, at, at your current yeah, house loved it at my current house yeah okay I got divorced and then I had this somewhat big house to myself and I thought oh I should just rent off a portion I rented it and then I thought well it would be nice to maybe here and there have space for my parents or friends to visit mm -hmm. so then I did the Airbnb and that was really quite fun did that four or five years but especially that like, connecting with the guests so then the idea of the retreat was even much better because when you Airbnb you don't have that much close contact to the oh, guests right right when you make breakfast and you organize, you know, massages and retreats and you definitely have a lot more close contact with the guests, which is the most fun part and the most inspiring yeah, part. Absolutely. And I know that um, when I was first introduced to you, we were talking and, you know, the, the contractor that you used, I had also used on a house in Encinitas. Can you, uh, so that was like just, you know, a serendipitous Little I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you share with us how you found them and and why you you went with them and kind of the the story of the sustainability aspect yes. of this build? Yeah, of course. So first, I, I um so I had incredible architects to backtrack a little bit. One was from Nissan Design. He literally made the first sketch, and that's actually why the entire building is even black. Um, okay. Uh, Stephen Moneypenny, so cool, absolutely. Uh, super talented automotive designer. However, he loves architecture. So he did some of the wow. first sketches. And then I had um, Tokozani Mabena. He's a really dear friend of mine and multi-talent. He first studied architecture and then moved to automotive. So he did the reverse path of okay. what I did. And then I had a local oh architect team. They were also my best friends and they were my nannies. And um, now they, then they were my architects, uh, Offset Design. So that's like the whole group that helped me get to a certain wow. level but then I had to find the builder and I first had someone down the street who sounded amazing uh -huh. the price sounded too good to be true mm. however then I was very lucky uh it never it never really worked out with him mm -hmm. and I also really didn't understand the whole process and you know fixed price not fixed price got it um so that fell through the cracks which was lucky because he was way too low and I would have totally run out of money oh yeah um and then I literally, I started a really long search and I found that was maybe almost the most complicated part of the process because just finding the right builder and knowing who's right. 
So Got through it. my bathroom uh, connection in Solana Beach, my friend there, she said, I have the dream team for you because I told her I lost the builder, but luckily because I think he wasn't, didn't have the right price. And yeah. it was, um, and she mentioned then um, the Alliance Green Builders. And as soon mm -hmm. as she described them, I knew like, that's it, that's them. But I was wondering, like, wow, they're probably out of my price you know, price right. range. They built amazing homes. So then I got a couple of other connections, and then I worked on that almost six months. And they were, but they were so majorly thorough, and they were all mm. into sustainability. I mean, they're Alliance Green Builders, so yeah. I knew from day one they were they were the right match, and they really were yeah. incredible. They like worked with me with the pricing. I did a lot of the sourcing, and then I wow. even helped with the builds. So they were really incredible to like matching my budget mm -hmm. and even the best part is they build everything within eight months i mean what? it was such a that's crazy i know including <laughs> teardown i mean they were literally here six days out of a week i think wow. and people someone say oh it's such a nightmare to build i'm like oh my god i would always build with them again it was really nothing there was there were like no problems yeah we were all aligned i sourced all the materials and the interiors and the details and it, it was yeah, it was very easy. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you really you really were the designer on this project. I mean, you designed everything, right? You spec'd everything and... Yeah, I spec'd everything. Although I have to say, you know, Offset Design, they're like the experts. So, uh -huh. you know, it was good teamwork with them and they did all the plans and we had to... We didn't have much space to work with and it was mm -hmm. tricky with the city because we had to... We had to convert my home into a... Uh, somewhat in a... Into a B&B. So we also had to ask, we had to invite like, I think it was at least 500 neighbors to like oh my a little gathering to hopefully everybody's on board. And then it was a city meeting. And then there's all kinds of like a lot of details that a and b needs to do. Mm -hmm. Like all the rooms have to be interconnected. You are only adding 499 square feet. Everything else was sort of a remodel. Wow. So yeah, it was like a year of like shifting and changing and adjusting the plans and <laughs> buying the city <laughs> and just being patient but I'm not the oh. most patient person but that really taught me a lot in being just you know just be patient <laughs> yeah it's gonna just happen fine. And yeah. so it well, was all a great teamwork oh my gosh and while all this was happening you were also working were you working for the um doing car design or what were you doing while all this yes, was kind of going down I was down? still consulting I, I was probably like part-time consulting still and I was still doing a little bit, um, but that was really fun. We, I worked at really great startup companies that now are, you know, out and in production. Yeah. One was Zooks, another one is Neuro. Uh, it's also a great car. Wow. And then lately I've also been helping out Aptera, which is also another great local startup. And then yeah. also some other, you know, smaller projects and many of them with Ryan, which was really fun. Wow, that's awesome. And how did you get the inspiration for the rooms and, and the way you designed? And like, where, where did all that kind of spark from? Um, so I think at that moment in time, I was listening a lot to Eckhart Tolle and a lot of the Oprah, you know, podcasts. And I was all into, you know, meditation from mm. Chopra. And I was thinking, how can I really build a retreat that gets you to focus in the now and not be like, dispersed in so many different places, which I feel I am myself a lot. <laughs> you know, we always have yeah. to multitask and so many things running at the same time that for me, my safe haven was always um, meditating every single day mm -hmm. and then just, you know, trying to be um, in the moment as much as possible, which right. nature is the best place to do that or meditation. So I was researching how could I build a retreat 
like that and also going back to my ties, which I grew up in the Waldorf environment. Okay. Um, not a schools that are designed by Rudolf Steiner and he has a whole philosophy. And I'm always very inspired by the senses. Yeah. And the interesting story is, and that is a Rudolf Steiner uh, theory. There's not just five or six senses. There's actually 12 senses. And um, so they go beyond, you know, touch, smell. We have sense of temperature. Like, for example, when we touch an object, uh-huh. um, we also can we can sense the temperature. We feel the temperature. Oh, right. Yeah. Is it hot or cold? And that's also how we sense the quality of a material. Many times we may feel that a ceramic cup like this may feel more like a higher quality than plastic, but we also right. feel that with maybe the ceramic may feel a little warmer or, for example, if it's stone, it may feel cooler. Mm-hmm. Plastic may be like right in the middle. Yeah. So I uh, studied and wanted to involve the 12 senses, which goes back to nature again. The 12 senses are best experienced in nature. Okay. And nature is always my inspiration. I mean, nature makes everything absolutely, you know, it's, it's divine and perfect. We, we can't, we can only maybe somewhat mimic nature or right, right. inspired by nature. So I thought, oh, and I could do four rooms. How about uh-huh. I just do the four elements of nature and then involve all the experiential aspects of your senses. So a sense of touch is obviously a very big, yeah. very big component. So can you share a little bit about each one of those rooms and how you incorporated the element and and what that element meant for you and, and maybe talk about color or, you know, the, the pieces that are in that space that correspond to the element that you've chosen? Yeah, so I started out with making mood boards, just how I would do for automotive. Yeah. Just collecting all kinds of different samples. And this may even have been through my travels. So a couple of components... And also pictures may have come from Europe or Mexico. Mm -hmm. So I would say the inspiration is kind of a little bit multicultural, like I see myself as well, too. And we're really close to Mexico. So a lot of the um, items and materials are sourced that way. So, for example, the fire room um, has really amazing wallpaper. It's recycled. It's recycled leather from the shoe industry. And it's beautiful to touch. It has these awesome ribs. And that one is actually, I believe it's Holland. It's called Buckskin. Okay. And so I have that same wallpaper in each room, but it comes in different colors. Got it. So the one in the fire room is charcoal. And then also, to be honest to all the materials, there's nothing fake or there's not much, if any, plastic even. Um, all the stone flooring is, you know, inspired by the elements. So the stone mm-hmm. flooring there is volcanic mm-hmm. and it's charcoal. And then I was able to find beautiful either a bathtub or shower pans from Duravit. They're called Stonetto oh, yeah. and they actually right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're amazing. The cast stone and I was so lucky because they were discontinued by the time we had all the permits. Like, oh no, the entire design of my Oh room. my gosh. Yeah, I that's... need to have the shower pan. <laughs> but we had good connections and we still they still shipped them to me. Oh, and it's that's just the worst, right? Also, <laughs> I know. It's so stressful, but it was it worked out. And they all come in different colors. And then one of my favorite materials is, and we have a lot of wood because wood has such warmth, incredible touch. Yeah. I'm sure you may know this company, Delta Millworks. I don't, I don't think I know that. They're in Austin. Okay. I should give you a box or contact for sure. They're amazing. Yeah, I would love to learn about that. And they're totally sustainable. And I love the sustainability story of the materials we have. Um, First of all, they treat most of the wood with vinegar. So just vinegar. (laughs) Wow. And that 
is against like termites or any bugs, which is amazing. I love when there's just one natural ingredient and mm -hmm. it also is uh, just really um, so brilliant. Yeah. And so all the wood is treated by fire. It's called shosugiban, which is oh, a yes. Japanese method. We applied that to cover. We didn't have much space, so we kind of had to hide partially the bathrooms. All the other okay. bathrooms are exposed, which is quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but then all the toilets are covered with this beautiful shosugiban material. And then for each for each material, it will have a different color. So in the fire room, it's burned and then stained in this beautiful red color. Okay. Um, yeah. And then in the water room, it's also burned again, but then has a beautiful blue, you know, watery color. And then we have incredible pictures in each room. It's a local yeah. artist. Her name is yeah. Alovas. And she literally like works with the elements. So I think she worked with rain in the water room, in the fire room. The painting has like charcoal. So not just like on a superficial level, the materials reflect the element but it really goes deep down like all the way down to the character to the mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like where, you know they actually burned their actual stone and they were volcanic um, so beautiful yeah we um i just placed a bunch of elves work in a in a project and we'll definitely we're gonna oh. have her on that on the podcast too because she just oh, incorporates all we these things yeah <laughs> Oh, she's she's amazing. Oh, she's awesome. And I literally have to say, she was like, we, I was still obviously a little bit over budget and I kind of knew it. And she was, she's also the most talented, most generous person. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'll make the paintings and I'll just give them to you. And now here and there, you know, customers buy them. It's been, it's been quite amazing to work so with her. So, so have people come into a room and been like, oh, I, I'm just, I'm dying for this piece of art. And do they buy it off of there, off the wall? Or yes. is she making and pieces like for a new one? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to say so many lobby pieces. Mostly yeah. the lobby pieces. Yeah. Oh, I just love it. And then how did you so so you're really like, I mean, you're sourcing all these things and you're the building's green and sustainable. Can you talk a little bit about what, what does that mean um for you and in your space? So I think from from day one, um I know like the the more we source green materials, it's just first of all much more sustainable it's great for nature but it's also mm -hmm. good for us so yeah. it's interesting the effect of the rooms we don't even really we have literally nothing artificial even our trash bags are either paper or they're compostable and even the compostable ones feel better yeah uh, i have to say that people come in and some of them tell me this is not i, I can't believe they say this actually <laughs> yeah like i've never slept as good in my whole life oh. i hear statements like that this is not. Um, this is mostly due to just the amazing bedding we've sourced. So everything also in the bedding is natural. Mm. So the mattress it doesn't even have one coil or one metal piece that could have paint again that could be toxic. Right. It just uh, pure latex. A local company. Um, they're called the mattress makers. Okay. We have incredible pillows. They always have also just typically one ingredient. I feel like it's very similar to food. If you want to cook amazing, incredible, healthy food, the less ingredients, but the higher right. quality, it's a very simple formula. And it always goes for a circle. I feel if you treat nature with respect, it's going to come back and it's going to, you know, affect our health and our well-being. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So we really have seen a lot of people come very transformed when they leave a few days later, particularly during the pandemic. We had so many people oh, that yeah. literally had never left the house. So obviously it was a very challenging year for yeah. us because we just kind of opened and I, w I was definitely, <laughs> you know, some, some of the months was like, wow, is oh anybody ever coming back? Like 
six weeks later, people started coming back. But it was just really so inspiring to see people that they actually made it back out into the world and they traveled and they put all their trust Mm -hmm. in my place, you know, but then they would feel so nurtured by the food we make, by all the materials. And it's really because we treat nature with respect and it may take a little bit longer finding the right stuff. It may cost somewhat more money, but it's so a thousand percent worth worth it getting materials and products Mm -hmm. that are sustainable. It's really great. Yeah, and in, I mean, it's it's truly a retreat. There isn't a television in there, and it's like you go. And <laughs> the um, only digital thing we have is we have little iPods yeah. we put in, but they're very small. But we have my favorite app on it. Um, I love the Chopra app for meditations. Oh, and they were so generous. They gave us all the app for each room. And I get very excited. Some of the look at the iPads and it tracks how many hours. I see how many hours actually people have used oh, wow. it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And then some other, uh, there was a beautiful, um, some beautiful friends that spent time in the earth room. They had a great idea, which I should actually implement. I haven't done it yet, but they, first they wanted to watch a movie, then there was no TV. And yeah. then they thought, oh, we'll just go out and create material to create vision boards. <laughs> so they told me that they spent the whole evening, they had a bottle of wine and they were creating vision boards. I'm like, I should have like vision oh, board material. Yeah. Like a little kit for people to buy. Wouldn't that be cool? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, can you um, share with us, you know, the type of people or that have been coming to this space and, and where are they traveling from and, and what are they really enjoying about the space or the area of Encinitas or any of that because I feel like you you're pulling in a very special type of person um, that's being drawn to you yes and that's also an interesting story we're not on like all the well not on all the travel sites which I could probably generate a lot more business but we prefer having you know a natural growth and having people a lot of people come through design hotels and they're like really incredible people because they're already very design driven either the designers they love design and they understand it or Tablet Hotel is also a good site. Um, and then people literally just like search and find me, which are, those are also amazing people because they kind of look for certain things we offer, like maybe a retreat or yoga or more wellness. So I would say most people probably travel from Los Angeles. Okay. And then we have a lot of locals as well. And here and mm. there we get Europeans or some South Americans. And then also maybe Arizona and the desert, especially in okay. the summer. Get yeah. a lot of them, and some people even drive. They take road trips. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I mean, but I yeah, know I've, I've met people. a few. Yeah, I just remember meeting a few, you know, people, guests of your space through like hosting a, a moon circle or Reiki or a sound bath or whatever, and, and they just they come in and they're like glowing. They're just like in this space. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like this this renewal, this wellness, this like, it's so supportive and, and they can feel it. And and like I said, they, they glow when they're in the space and they're so happy and excited. And I also feel like they're, you know, rejuvenated and, and they also see that they're inspired. Um, and they almost want to take like pieces of what you've done and, and bring it home um, with them. Have yes. any, has anyone said anything to you about like how you've inspired them in their own personal space? Yes, uh, a lot of people do ask, and they said, "Oh, we found your place. We love your, we love your design, or we love your materials." And we have a good section on our website where people, mm-hmm. I believe it's under the about. We moved it around a little bit, 
Yeah. That has like all the material sources. And I'm always happy to share them when they say they're building a home. I said, oh, you should check out this company and feel free to reach out. I'm happy to give them all the sources because they're all good, sustainable choices. See, a lot of people have come and then they look at, they kind of almost like shop around for products. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're touching everything. And, yeah. But then I always tell my decking story. I love that too, because uh, we have a great wood. It's called Kebony. And I love okay. that story as well, how it's produced. Yeah, tell me about it's it. Based, it's also from, yeah, it's also from Delta Millworks. It's called Kebony, K-E-B-O-N-Y. Okay. Um, they're also in Europe. Um, and I think it's produced in Europe, I believe in, I think in Holland again. Basically, they take a very fast growing tree in New Zealand. And then they, although, you know, it doesn't involve shipping, but probably they ship a lot of material. And then they treat it with just heat and sugar. And then it wow. kind of carbonizes, becomes like a dark wood. It becomes, you know, like the IPE material, which yeah. we should really not cut down more rainforest. So that's yeah. an amazing alternative to IPE. And I love our decking and I love that story that you don't have to use a tropical hardwood. You can really choose another option. And the way, again, it's treated just with two ingredients, very simple, super basic and beautifully uh, sustainable. Oh my gosh. There's yeah. so much cool stuff out there. I always get, I get so excited and I'm like, okay, <laughs> now the only thing is now I'm getting a little bit bored because it's been, that retreat has been around almost three years and when I sourced <laughs> all the stuff probably five, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's so many more incredible things out there. You know, I've just heard about, isn't it mycelium foam or something like that? Like the mushroom. Oh my gosh. Oh. What? Right. I know. I had a great event in, with design hotels in Greece. Oh my gosh. And I need to get you the contact. Uh, yes. There was a um, perfect speaker. His name was Lucas. I need to get his last name again. Okay. And he built an incredible um, showcase home. I think it was in, in Belgium. He lives in Belgium. Mm. And his wife is a hotelier. And that's how he got maybe connected with Design Hotels. Design Hotels is amazing because they're more just than a platform. They're really a true partner. And they host these summits or meetings once a year called Arena. Okay. For all the owners. And that was like the most amazing meeting I've wow. ever been at in my life. So inspired by all these designers, builders, dreamers that would build hotels, maybe sometimes in the jungle where there's nothing or converting. Wow. There's an incredible new design hotel in Berlin, which was originally a prison for women. Mm. Uh, and they converted to the most beautiful space. I mean, just no like way. talking about transformation and vision. Wow. It was amazing. But then there's Lucas, uh, a guy from Belgium who had a, had a talk. I need to yeah, get you the full name. Yeah, that I would he built love. a home with like a hundred sustainable materials. And there was really some quite amazing advanced uh, materials that I definitely want the sources of and just use it in the future. Would that be oh amazing? So someone said things like, wow, I want to build another one. What if I could use maybe if even 70% of those materials were feasible yeah. or even 50 but maybe even unheard crazy materials. Yeah. That could be wow. really cool. <sighs> and we met a company in, uh, it was in Greece, in Athens. Uh -huh. uh, it was an incredible place. They literally would collect like tons and tons of fishing nets and they have a 3D printing machine. I thought, oh my God, we should get them and connect with people here to the, do the same thing here. Mm -hmm. They collect all the fishing nets and then they 3D print anything out of it. Furniture, 
products. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Wow. And then the other up, the other choice they had that was amazing too. The other way they could transform trash, they would collect right. old toys, shred it up, and then they mold it back into tiles. So I know my future hotel. If there's going to be another one, hopefully oh, I yeah. can somehow integrate. You know, the complete tiles just from trash, but they look amazing, like terrazzo style. Oh, you know, I love that. I love and it. Oh my god. Ocean. Yeah. Um, and speaking of what what's coming in, like what are you what are you working on? I feel like there's another retreat <laughs> in the works. <laughs> I feel like you're inspired and you've got some ideas here. <laughs> yeah, so I've been very inspired with <clears throat> just my my ties back to Europe and family being in Europe and then because I didn't travel to Europe, I went kind uh-huh. of a lot. I've been going almost every six months and I'm very inspired. Lately it was Greece a little bit. But mm. then like, wow, I think Mallorca or Spain would yeah. be a really great place for me. Especially Mallorca has so many ties to Germany. It's so easily accessible. I have some very good connections already there. Some friends mm. of mine are moving there. So I'm uh, very inspired about that place. And I'm yeah. debating maybe there's a way to plan something in the future there. Yeah. Maybe even more. I really would love to be completely zero waste and have more... Mm. For land, it's amazing and beautiful here, but we just don't have this huge area around us. Right. So I feel it's, it's working to a certain extent, but I want to be much better. Every time I get strawberries, I'm like, oh, it's still in this clamshell. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Growing <laughs> some on my own, but I'm like the, the best gardener. So hopefully, you know, yeah, I may even invite uh, or motivate my parents to go in with me and mm-hmm. potentially another. Mm-hmm. Some other designers. We'll see. Yeah. I love it. And do you have any upcoming events at the retreat that people can partake in? Or do you have anything that's coming up for that? Yeah. So we will actually, uh, we're going to do a really nice dinner event. Okay. We still have to set the date. That's going to be the, probably like the third week in September. Okay. Ooh. A good friend of mine, Francoise. Yeah. It's going to be a couple course dinner menu, probably not that many seats. Uh-huh. We're thinking maybe twelve or fourteen, so somewhat somewhat intimate, but really nice quality. Yeah. So that is the next one. That's Hopefully, beautiful. one with you soon, Rachel. Oh, we I know. We need to. Circle. Yeah, we should do Moon Circle. <laughs> maybe for um, those are always into that amazing. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I hopefully we have another Moon Circle. As you said, there are amazing events. They're so inspiring, and people talking about transformation. <laughs> mm. Yeah, those are neat, especially like the new moon when we get together and we just connect and set intentions for that for that time and and then just sharing, like everyone just being so open and sharing and all of us um, being able to witness everyone else. And then, you know, when I'm pulling cards, it's like a a card for you, like totally resonates with somebody else. And that's like the magic of of it all. And, you know, we're, we're getting all of this rich information and being together is is just a whole other thing and then you know you bring the magic in with food and what you you put together and so it's really cool yeah when when we did your first moon circle here i thought wow this is really what i envisioned for the retreat Ah. it literally resonated like when you first came it's like wow see this is what i want to do and maybe even a lot more that that was really beautiful yeah well we'll book another another amazing group of people it's just Mm -hmm. yeah it's incredible what can happen with a group Mm-hmm. Not just even, you know, the guest is amazing, but all of a sudden we have maybe 12 people. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I feel like the people that we bring in are, are super special. It's so rad. So what are you, 
Um, what are you doing right now to kind of stay grounded and centered? Uh, while all, I feel like you're so inspired right now, you've got all these things happening, but what do you do to kind of come back to yourself? So yeah, mostly I, I try and meditate every day, sometimes twice a day. Okay. Usually I try in the morning and then in the evening, and that really helps. I mm -hmm. feel even some months if I can't do like 20 minutes, even five or six minutes helps. Yeah. Even two or three minutes, as simple as it sounds or crazy as it sounds. Yeah. Um, I would say that for sure. And okay. then I love cooking. So even like making breakfast, believe mm. it or not, helps me. Oh my God, your breakfast is beyond. <laughs> I got to stay in the <laughs> earth realm and come in with breakfast and I'm like, oh my God. It's like absolutely stunning and it tastes even better than it looks. It's like, it's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. It's due to all the ingredients we have. With. Mm. It's all organic. Um, and some stuff is from the backyard. But I feel like that's super grounding. And lately, uh, one time the gardener didn't show up. And then I had to just garden myself a little bit in yeah. the front. Like, actually, I love it. I want to do more of that. My mother is such a good gardener. Mm. She spends so many hours in the backyard. And then she mostly has almost all the food, like fresh vegetables and salad. It's oh all gosh. from the backyard. Oh, my gosh. That is so inspiring to me and grounding. Yeah, speaking mm -hmm. of grounding, just working with the ground or with the dirt, and I don't even like to wear gloves yeah. no matter when I cook or, or sometimes I I even have to say as silly as it sounds, like I may have to jump in and I help clean. Yeah, but there's something amazing about cleaning the rooms and just like mm -hmm. the transformation of oh, yeah. it's somewhat maybe messy, not really clean, and then you transform the room for the new guests, and then towards the end we always. <sighs> We sage where you put like Palo Santos. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, uh, how can I say, it's just so satisfying or it's just so, yeah. gives you so much, there's so much joy in, the, in seeing that and just working with your hands because I came from working so much on the computer, even though mm. I studied and mm. I was working in the color material design business, so much has turned digital. And I'm going back to when I studied and I'm like, no, I, I'm way more inspired by the jewelry right. designers. They actually work with all these materials and I don't want to be in the screen that much. So I'm just trying to be off screen, but obviously it's much easier because yeah. when you have a B&B, you run around, you deal with people. Um, but then the other thing I would say too is I do go and I do yoga and I go to the steam room. Mm -hmm. That is like super grounding to me. And then we have some great healers and yogis here. So many times I don't even have to go anywhere. Wow. So we have a great class on Wednesday evening and all of them are somewhat more of a gentle flow mm. um and then we have a new kundalini class on saturdays which is oh amazing oh my gosh yeah you should come and then thursdays we have sound baths you know julie yeah 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 julie's yeah. fantastic yeah rachel's also amazing with sound baths and then we a lot of people do it you know they get their privates so mm. sometimes too i do a private reiki class i find that is that's actually the most grounding and amazing experience and mm -hmm. i've had one with you too yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I need Those to do that more. Now you inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I need to do some more of this. Oh, and I massages. Just love it. So I and try massages. and do something every day that I love to do. But I mean, I'm already doing it, even though I work a lot, but I'm, I'm yeah. still just, it's so fulfilling to host and make the breakfast <sighs> and deal with the guests. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're living, living your dream and you've really created something special um, over there. And, and every time I'm there, it's it's i mean you walk in and it just feels good so thank you mm -hmm. of course i hope How you walk can... in a lot more <laughs> i know i need to come in i definitely need to come, need in, to come in and like just we'll visit put a, or... we'll put a new moon new moon circle on the schedule yeah yeah we're gonna put on yeah. the schedule we'll, we'll we'll pick a yeah. date as soon as um we get off of here so that we can share that with everybody <laughs> 
Um, invite them over because they need to experience the space. How can people find you? How can they book you? Where can they um, experience your events and all the other things that you've got going on? Yeah, the best uh, website, which okay. my apologies, is very long. 12 Senses Retreat and 12 spelled out as 12. But probably if you forget it, if you just uh, Google 12 and Encinitas and just spell out the 12. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will have the link in the, we'll have the link in the show notes yeah. too. So they'll have access to that. Yeah. And also design hotels, which I recommend anyone becoming a member. It doesn't cost anything. They create like incredible newsletters. And then you can see all these other incredible hotels that I, wow. I mean, I've been inspired by this company for almost 20 years. So that was actually another dream of mine that I thought, well, one day I thought maybe when I'm 60, maybe when I've had a hotel or a retreat at some point, I really want to be in their incredible yeah. network. And I, I'm still grateful every day. It's like, wow, I can't believe my mini hotel <laughs> is in this in incredible, you know, larger group of really amazing hotels. So I, I recommend anyone, you know, Google design hotels and then you become a member and then there's great member rates even. Mm. doesn't cost anything. And but they have just incredible newsletters and you can just browse Amazing. through all the hotels and they really go more in depth. They have the story on how every hotel is built. Wow. So I think that is really inspiring wherever you travel. You can, when you go into the hotel under design hotels, you can read the whole story, how the hotel was created. And it's just oh so inspiring to read all these stories how people either inherited something or they found something that was a ruin and they transformed it. Or people wow. find a spot in the jungle and then they create something magical. Mm. Yeah, it's like endless inspiration. <laughs> it's so on that Oh my God. Okay, yeah, I'm totally going to be scouring that site and just searching everything. And that's really cool. Totally. Right. And then also Instagram, just 12 senses. Okay, 12 senses. Well. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a under, uh, we have a calendar on the website. So you can see all our events. And sometimes if it's a bigger event, we have it as a pop up on the website. Okay. But under calendar, we, we always post every. Every like group event and anyone can join, not just guests. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. Amazing. Well, thank you, Anka, so much for for coming on and sharing your story and inspiring us. And um, just so appreciate you. I hope you all um, get to experience an event, um, if not stay at Twelve Senses, because it's it's really beautiful. Yeah, thank you so much, Rachel. You've been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Kinseth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching you can also follow me on instagram at rachel r-a-c-h-e-l lorraine l-a-r-r-a-i-n-e and find out more information about the podcast on the website bewitchingthehome.com